Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today we are talking about all of the events from Tuesday, September 7th of 2021. Uh, welcome back. (laughs) It's apparently going to be a much busier week than even I anticipated, uh, which is great, but, uh, this is different. (laughs) It's been a different week, that is for sure. Uh, definitely adjusting still. Um, I'm being sick last weekend or over the weekend just really didn't help. Um, so... We'll see what happens. Um, I want to talk very quickly about one thing I noticed. Um, so I got rid of a lot of the like dog eating out of a bowl noise, um, but then I realized you could hear her drinking her water after her meal. I'm not going to do anything about that yet um, because one, I'm hoping that's maybe a problem I solve when I get a microphone, and if it's not, then I'll address it. Um, but right now, this is just what needs to happen. It keeps her really happy and calm, um, and it's a little bit better for all of us. So, we are going to jump right in. Today, we are going to start with the Belgian royal family. Belgium. The Belgian royal family has officially returned to work now. Um, It seemed so promising on Monday last week and then very quickly just fell apart. Um, And so today they returned to work. So King Philippe held the weekly audience with the Prime Minister. Um, These are typically held on Monday, but because um, King Philippe and Queen Mathilde suspended events until... Tuesday, today, they went ahead and had that meeting today. Um, And then later on in the day, King Philippe met with the president of Guinea-Bissau, which is a country in Africa. Um, And that president is on an official visit to Brussels, presumably for, like, um, negotiations with the European Union and or NATO, um, possibly both, who knows. Um, that is typically what a lot of these foreign dignitaries do in Brussels. Um, so that is the first thing that was going on, um, for King Philippe, or I guess the second thing for him. Um, but then also today, Queen Mathilde visited a new school. Um, it's a, it's a GO school, which is like an organization, um, that provides primary school education. Um, and they're doing some sort of different learning curriculum that I don't understand, um, so that was the focus of the visit, but also, um, like discussions on mental health and well-being during the pandemic for both staff and students alike, um, which is obviously like a big focus of just general pandemic life is how this has affected everyone. Um, and teachers and students are an area that like were hit relatively difficult with the pandemic. I mean, everything in their world changed. Um, 
you know, everything in all of our worlds changed, but very specifically, like, education was really affected. Um, so that was a big thing. And then, I don't know, I just really enjoyed, like, the interactions. So, obviously, like, it's just been a long month of no royal events, um, so it's been really nice to, like, have these new events, um, that are a little bit different than what was going on pre-August because things are a little more chill um, and calm in terms of COVID restrictions and COVID protocols. Um, certainly that they're not gone, but they are calmer. Um, and so that's been like a really lovely transition. Um, we're going to talk about this later, but like there were things that happened today in um, Norway and that are supposed to be traditional, but, like, I had no idea they existed because 2020. Um, so it's just been really interesting to, like, come back into this space, um, that I had planned on. Um, so that is the big update from Belgium. It was lovely to see them. Um, we don't have any events from the British royal family. However, there are a couple of pieces of, like, updates that I wanted to talk about, but not, like, give it its own segment, so I'm just gonna share it here. Um, I have no update on the bit of news that I talked about yesterday regarding the Prince's Foundation. Um, just, I don't have any updates. I didn't do any additional research yet. Um, but today it was announced that the Duchess of Cornwall has taken on a new, um, patronage in Nigeria, actually, but it's a center, it's called the, I believe it's called the Mirbella Center, and it's focused on helping um, victims of sexual crimes um, in that country. So it's a really cool patronage for her, it's a really cool update, um, and then we also got word that the Duke of Cambridge will start his official, like, fall um, on Thursday. So he will have an event on Thursday, which is really exciting. Um, and just lots of like returning to work. So that is what was going on in the UK, um, and in Belgium, of course. And so now we are going to move over to the Danish Royal family. Denmark starts this series of, like, international affair events today. Um, so there was just, like, a lot going on um, internationally, like, in terms of royals. I will say most people were coming to the countries that I talk about, except for Crown Princess Mary, who is in Italy um, for Milan Design Week. Not to be confused with Fashion Week, which is, like, something I was heavily confusing it with, all the time. I'm not sure if they take place around the same time. They probably do because it's like fashion week season. Um, but she was in Milan today. She's going to be there for, I believe, the next two days or maybe just today and tomorrow um, attending the exhibit on Danish design um, that is focused on a circular economy and sustainability, which are both really um important in terms of moving forward, uh, in the world. Um, but certainly in like furniture design and having a cyclical situation, um, which is really important. And 
so she was at the site of the Danish exhibition all day today, um, doing different events there. So she was touring. Um, there was a reception that she participated in and gave a speech at. Um, there weren't a ton, at least to my knowledge, there weren't like a ton of updates from the Danish royal household. I certainly like look as I do every day, um, and I didn't see any like huge announcements, huge updates, anything like that. But it was certainly. Um, it is really cool that we're seeing. Uh, some normal-ish foreign trip. Um, you know, for those who never paid attention to the pandemic, which I don't blame you, it was a lot. Um, Italy actually struggled, like, a lot. Um, they were the hardest-hit European country, especially in the very beginning, um, and it was, it was difficult. So to see them now being able to host an event like this that uh, foreign entities and foreign people are able to attend is really exciting. Um, obviously, there is a ton of precautions in place, place and measures, uh, health measures that need to be taken, um, but it is very cool to see events like this being able to happen. I think that's just going to be like my thing that I'm harping on and focusing on for the next couple of weeks um, because it feels so different to where we were when we started slowing down in July. So like June was really starting to ease those restrictions and we were starting to see a lot of this but then a lot of royal events kind of stopped or slowed down immensely and so now coming back with everyone having events like this, it's very different, um, but it's very cool all at the same time. So that is what was going on in Denmark. So now we are going to move over to the Dutch royal family for an update there. The Netherlands. In the Netherlands, I want to briefly talk about yesterday because I I love that, like, I was harping on the fact that there were no pictures, and there still are not from the Dutch Royal House. So, very typically, I do not take photos from anyone else, um, just, like, as a protection measure for copyright. Um, certainly, if it's being distributed by the Royal House, it is intended for use, and so that's what I rely on. I don't like to take photo, uh, to use photos from other places, but I will search to see if I have found any photos. Well, I have, I feel comfortable because I fully credited the photographer on all of these. Um, but I did finally find some photos of Willem Alexander's event yesterday. So those are up on the website. You can check that out on the dailyroyal.com and the daily Royal on Instagram. I stand by it looks like a really cool event and I'm still super disappointed in the lack of photos that the Dutch royal household put out, um, but I was able to find some photos and share them um, with full credits given to the photographers. Um, but just as a, like a side note, if you don't ever see like a photo credit, that means that picture came from the royal household. I really do not take photos uh, from the non... like from non-royal household entities because um, it's just not, like, it's a gray area and I don't ever want to be in that gray area. 
um, and I'm not in a position where I can pay for those photos um, at this point, so I don't um, in terms of like buying them from the photographer them themselves or whatever. Um, I would love to, but I'm not in that position. And so I take solely from the royal household. Um, just throwing that out there. So anyway, that's the update from yesterday's events. Um, today, King Willem Alexander had two different events. In the morning, he opened up a new culture house in the city of Bowlesward. Um, so this culture house was set up in the former city hall of that city and now houses a library, a meeting space, a catering facility, lots of different options for um, the people to come together and gather and provide um, a space. So that was really cool. Um, they actually released pictures of this. I mean, granted it was two, but like still, and they were decent pictures, so that's really exciting. Um, and then in the afternoon, King Willem Alexander also hosted a reception a reception for the medalists for at the Tokyo Paralympic Games. Um, this is similar to what he did with the Olympic medalists. Um, like the next, the games ended on Tuesday or on Sunday and the following Tuesday they hosted a reception. So that is really awesome. Um, again, a really terrible photo shared. I'm hoping to maybe find more, but we'll see. Um, I don't know what's going on. Maybe they just need to hire like a new photographer or something. Maybe. I don't know. Does anyone know how to check the royal households for listings? Not that I'm applying for the job. I don't want it. But uh, just wondering. So anyway, that is the update from the Netherlands. So now let's move over to Norway. In Norway today there were two events um, both of them were from King Harald so in the afternoon uh, he hosted a lunch for ambassadors that foreign ambassadors that serve in Norway who are assigned to Norway um, that's where their diplomatic mission is and this is what I'm talking about this is the apparently traditional thing that like I had no idea existed um, and look certainly before I did this podcast I was not an expert on all things royals I was just very fascinated um, and really wanted to like learn more and the way I will typically or two years ago the way I did that was through podcasts um, and every podcast that I found on the royals were all of course the ones in English were all focused on the British royal family and I didn't really like that because I couldn't figure out what was going on um, the podcast that I in particular listened to was just really like going down a super dramatic path um, and so I decided since one wasn't out there for me I would create it um, little did I know no I love it still but it was it's grown into something very different um, because 2020 grew into something very different than any of us anticipated on January 1st of 2020. You guys, this dog is crazy sometimes. I love her, but she's she's silly. Um, so this was like an event that I didn't know existed, but is apparently a traditional event for King Harald and Queen Sonia to host. Um, 
today King Harald attended, um, and they released some pictures of him welcoming incoming ambassadors who um, are newer to serving Nor- serving in Norway, um, which was really cool. And I love this event. Like, it's great. Um, and again, like, international relations, international affairs flair um, is just really fun. So that was the first thing. And then in the evening, um, he attended the annual meeting for the Norwegian Academy of Sciences, uh, which is an organization that King Harald is honorary president of. And so the annual meeting is like an induction of new members and a space where like awards can be given out. Um, so this year there were four awards given out. Three of them were for research and one was for um, a teacher, like an exemplary teacher. And um, one of the new members they wanted to share like very publicly is the, I believe the um, like Norwegian national health person, um, director, who, of course, has had a very different role in the past year and a half than she did before. Um, Not that pandemic prep is, like, never a thing. It certainly is, but this was a a new version of that. So this was a new um, addition to the Norwegian Academy of Sciences. Uh, This was a super interesting event. Again, this is probably something that is pretty normal on the Norwegian calendar. Uh, It's just one that has not happened up until now in my tenure of podcasting, which is still not two years old. Um, So, like, annual events that are annual that didn't happen in 2020 are possibly happening this year. Um, I know this is backtracking a little bit, but the Danish Royal House announced that they'll be having their New Year's events this year, uh, which is really awesome and really exciting. Um because I, I started this podcast too late to talk about them in 2020 and they were over by the time I started. And so them coming back is like, I'm so excited to finally talk about them. Like finally. Uh, so I think we're reaching a stage of normalcy. Maybe we're probably not, but I like to think so every now and then. Um, so anyway, that is the update from Norway. So now we are going to move over to the Spanish Royal family. Spain. In Spain, there were a few events today. Um, We're going to start with King Felipe's solo event. So this morning, I think, yeah, morning, uh, he delivered the Enrique Iglesias, Enrique V. Iglesias um, Award for Ibero-American Business um, like structure and growth, um, development of the Ibero-American business space. Um, and this year the award was presented to Anna Botin, um, who is the president of Grupo Santander. So Santander is a, one of the primary banks in Spain. Uh, they are probably the largest. There are two main banks, um, BBVA, and Santander are like the two main ones. Um, There are of course smaller banks and medium-sized banks in Spain as well, much like there are here in the U.S. There are big banks and then medium-sized and then really small local 
banks as well. Um, and so Anna Botine is the first woman to ever receive this award. Um, she has really brought Santander into a more um, modern infrastructure, created more jobs, opened, um, created a foundation like or made the foundation more visible. Uh, so that's really awesome. Like just a lot of really good things. Um, and like I mentioned, she was the first woman to receive this award. Now this award is new or I mean, not new, like not brand new, but it is, um, has only been around for seven years. Um, so it's fairly new. Um, and it's really focused on the cooperation of Ibero America, um, which is, the Iberian Iberian Peninsula, uh, which is Spain, Portugal, and Andorra, and then um, those countries really uh, it includes then Latin America, so the countries that are former colonies um, but have strong strong cultural ties to both Spain and Portugal, um, Brazil, every single other Latin American country is a part of this, uh, for the most part. So, and Santander has a presence. It's an international company now. Um, so they don't have a huge presence in the U S but they do have a presence. Um, most of it's in like New York, but they do have a presence in the U S and, um, obviously everywhere else. The U the U S is not part of Ibero America, just saying. Um, but I live in the States, so that's my frame of reference. So that was the first event. Um, however, it was kind of sandwiched between the two events that I'm about to talk about. Um, so first thing this morning, King Felipe met with the president of Chile, who is on a um, visit, official visit to Spain. Um, I think he's also doing a pit stop with the EU. Um, so he started with the official meeting reception with the king, um, and then in the afternoon, King Felipe and Queen Letizia hosted him for an official lunch. Um, so they attended that in the afternoon. And so these lunches and dinners all have like a standard form that they follow. Um, you know, it's greetings between like the heads of state and then a reception line where typically everyone's shaking hands and are much longer, but because we are living in the pandemic, uh, things are a little bit slower still um, and calmer and less attended. Um, and then the lunch and at the lunch, both heads of state give a speech. Um, and this is very similar to how like a gala uh, state dinner is as well. There's two speeches and then the official like dinner. So that was really cool. Um, it was just a good like international day. Um, and to continue on with our international day, we are gonna move over now to the Swedish royal family. Sweden. Remember a couple of days ago when I said that the Swedish royal family wouldn't have like a huge involvement in the upcoming state visit because typically royal families uh, 
do not have a large role in incoming state visits from foreign dignitaries, it turns out that I was wrong, uh, very wrong, because there was a member of the royal family at every part of the president of Germany's state visit day one. So, um, this was a lot, and I did not expect it to be a lot. Um, I am just going to do, like, a very brief, not super brief, but, like, a rundown of everything that happened um, and who accompanied on each leg of the day, essentially. Um, So, to start, President Frank Walter Steinmeier made, uh, descended, or yeah, descended the plane, um, and to greet him was Crown Princess Victoria and Prince Daniel. This is a huge thing, like, whoever the foreign dignitary is greeting you from the plane, like, I don't, it's a big deal. Um, I'm not sure why, like, but it is. Um, and so this was, like, a huge piece of involvement for Victoria and Daniel. Um, and then came the official reception. So, the president and first lady of Germany made their way to the royal palace where there was um, the official welcome. There was a carriage ride. Um, there was just a lot. There was a lot going on. Um, I love these official welcomes. Also, there's this space um, in front of the royal palace in Stockholm that has like all the flags. And so during the state visit, um, the flags are alternating. So it was Sweden. Swedish flag, German flag, Swedish flag, German flag. It's very cool. I just like the appearance of that. Um, the UK does this as well when they have incoming state visits um, on, along the, the mall. Uh, is it called the mall? The mall? Oh, gosh. Now I don't remember. Anyway, like the long stretch of road leading up to Buckingham Palace. Um, I think it's called the mall. Oh no. This is a thing I should know. Okay. We're ignoring the fact that I'm having a brain failure at the moment. Uh, We're just moving on. So that was the official welcome. Uh, Then the king and the president gave like a joint statement um, marking the state visit. So this, this, to my knowledge, doesn't happen a ton. Um, This is the first one I've seen. Um... Not that I have a whole ton of knowledge. Like, this will typically happen. This happens a lot in the U.S. um, Where, like, President Biden and whoever the incoming head of state is, they will make, like, a joint statement to the press. Um, Sometimes there will be questions. Sometimes there won't be. But it's just something that is, is done to, like, spread the news of what the priorities are for the meeting. Um... So that was a, a big thing. And then there was an official lunch. So at the official lunch was King Carl Gustav, Queen Sylvia, Crown Princess Victoria, Prince Daniel, Prince Carl Philip, and Princess Sophia, um, as well as, of course, the President and First Lady of Germany. Then in the afternoon, the German couple split up. Um, so King Carl Gustav and President Steinmeier att- uh, visited the old town German church. Um, so Germany and Sweden have very close relations. Um, they have been trading partners. Uh, Germany is Sweden's biggest trading partner, um, especially of incoming goods. Um, 
And so that's a big focus. But, like, there's also just, like, a shared kind of history between the two countries uh, over all of history. So that, um, there are, like, German influences all around Sweden. So that was the first event. And then they also attended the parliament. Um, This one I didn't really understand. I think this was more, like between the Swedish government and the president of Germany and King Carl Gustav was just like there, I think. I'm I'm not entirely sure. Um and then Queen Sylvia and the First Lady of Germany visited a home uh for teenage women, uh teenage girls who have trauma related from again sexual crime, um, internet crime, etc. Um It's a place for them to go and seek treatment and also um, therapy and things like that. And so they visited that. And this is also a a house that was built by the World Childhood Foundation, which, of course, Queen Sylvia founded. Um, So that is, like, a huge component. Um, And then I think tomorrow, like, they'll visit uh, the Sylvia Hemet, which is a residential facility for Alzheimer's and dementia patients. Um... That is obviously named for Queen Sylvia. So that's a lot of what that focus is. Um, It's always interesting to me because, like, the heads of state have to do very official things. Um, So it's always interesting to me, like, what their partners do on these official visits. Like, whether their interests are more aligned with what they do at home or um, what the their counterparts interests are um so that's always an interesting thing that goes on um so anyway that is the first day oh my goodness that is the daytime I almost forgot about the most important part you guys I can't believe I almost forgot about it because leave it to the Swedish royal family to stun with the gala and the tiara and all the things um so in the evening there was a state dinner Um, a gala dinner hosted by King Carl Gustav and Queen Sylvia. Um, and I just, I love the Swedish royal family and their tiaras. I just love them. Um, and their color coordinating, like, I can't even with the color coordinating today. It was just, it's so much. You can definitely check out the pictures and see what I'm talking about, but like, um, Victoria and Sylvia, uh, Queen Sylvia and Crown Princess Victoria both have uh, the same German order, which is a red sash with like a green border line. Um, And so Queen Sylvia wore a green dress, Crown Princess Victoria wore a red dress that I have seen that she wore in 2011. And it's one of the dresses that made me like realize, oh, there's someone else out there who might be just as interesting as these British royals. Uh, Just saying. So, and then the tiaras, and just, like, state dinner, you guys. And I cannot believe it, but I almost just forgot about talking about it. Um, it was lovely, and all of my dreams came true when I saw the very first, like, video of the state dinner of, like, them walking into the banquet room. Like, it was just... It was so happy-making. Like, I was so happy. Uh, so that was really, really fun. And so the state visit will continue tomorrow. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I've seen the schedule, but I'm not entirely sure of everything yet, but we will certainly talk about it then. Um, and so with that, I'm going to end today's episode. 
and I will talk to you all tomorrow. But first, please visit thedailyroyal.com, The Daily Royal on Instagram, like and review this podcast wherever you are listening, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a fantastic Wednesday. Bye.